Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Brian McFadden is a massively talented dude. CBS Sports HQ football analyst, college and the NFL. He's the co-host of the All Things Covered podcast with Patrick Peterson, which, by the way, makes news basically every time that it's out. You should 100% listen subscribe, download. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion on Twitter at BMAC underscore Sports Talk. And this doesn't always happen. Super nice dude. And he's joining us right now on the show. BMAC, what's up, buddy? What's happening, Bill? How you doing? I'm good, dude. Let's uh, let's get some college football to start. I mean, Colorado has obviously become one of the stories, one of the, the sports stories in, in the country. I know we're going to get clarity on how good they are over the next few weeks. But as best you can guess it on the three games and wins you've seen, what is the ceiling for this football team th- this season? Man, that's a great question, man. They continue to impress, not just me, but I think all college football fans with their consistency and their just big playability, knowing how bad they were a year ago. And I think their ceiling could be winning the Pac-12, honestly. I think they have a legit shot in doing that because they have a, a legit quarterback. They have a quarterback that will be play, that will be playing on Sunday. And when you have a quarterback of that stature playing college football along with proper sound coaching, you're going to win ball games. So when you factor in what we see in the Pac-12 in regards to clear-cut championship-like teams, you have to put Colorado in that conversation right now. They won't be in the beginning of that conversation, but they will be in the mix behind the likes of USC with Kayla Williams. Of course, Bo Nix, we will get a great understanding of what both te- who both teams are when you talk about Colorado playing Oregon this upcoming weekend, but I think Colorado definitely has to be in that conversation as being a legit contender to win the Pac-12. BMAC, Colorado exceeding early on expectations. Alabama underwhelming, I think, would be fair expectations. Lost that game to Texas. I know Texas is good and, and won over the weekend, but the offense was, was not impressive, and they're now on quarterback number three and don't know who the guy is going to be. But it's early in the year. We see every single season teams that are excellent and that are in the conversation for a national championship toward the end of the season have some games where they don't look like 100% the version they can be. Is Alabama going to figure this out? Are they mediocre? What do you think Nick Saban's got this season? I mean, I don't think they figure it out because the quarterbacks are who their quarterbacks are. It's not like the NFL where you can go bring in a guy right midseason that could help your chances. College football, you, you have to work with the guys you're working with when the season starts. And because of that, they're not a championship-like team. They don't have a quarterback. See, we've been – We've had the luxury, and Alabama has had the luxury of having 
prolific like guys play quarterback for them over the last few years. Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavailoa, Mac Jones, Bryce Young. Players that are all starting in the National Football League. Players that were highly drafted guys in the National Football League. Now they go back to more pedestrian-like players at that quarterback position. So now we're not seeing the outstanding numbers that we have grown accustomed to seeing from Alabama. And Alabama are not reaping the benefits of being considered one of the best teams in college football because they don't have pros at the quarterback position anymore. So me personally, I'm not going to say they're below average team because they're still a well-coached team. They play hard football. But in regards to being in that championship conversation, heck, in regards to being in the SEC championship conversation, I'm not ready to put Alabama in that in, 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 in that con- in, in that combo i love it brian mcfadden here on cbs sports radio i'm bill Ryder. bmac georgia wins but but south carolina played them tough a team you know a thing or two about fsu florida state wins but boston college gave them a, a bit of a scare are you worried about either of those two teams or just the natural close games that sometimes happen for excellent teams in a football season now, I'm not worried. Both teams are overly talented. Both teams have championship pedigree. And I think when you watch college football, as long as I watch college football and been a part of college football, it's always a weird Saturday where weird things happen, right? I mean, we just saw USF almost beat Alabama. We saw Florida State struggle on the road against Boston College. For three quarters, we saw Alabama, uh, Georgia struggle against South Carolina. Heck, we saw an overtime win for Colorado, a team that has way more talent than Colorado State. So it's, it's always a weird Saturday in college football when the unthinkable happens, where some of the odds favorites struggle. Me personally, the most important thing that I like from both sides with Georgia and FSU, they found a way to win an ugly ball game, especially Florida State. You know what I mean? For such a long time, being a Florida State alum, those were ball games we would lose. Those were those would be a ball game like we're playing in Boston College, weird time. For some reason, we find a way to lose, but we found a way to win. And Georgia, they just found a way to turn things up. That second half adjustment by Kirby Smart and his staff were outstanding. I mean, South Carolina couldn't do anything on either side of the football, and Georgia just showed their championship-like pedigree, and that's what you expect to see. You know what I mean? So me personally, both teams finding a way to win, ugly matchups. Heck, you can throw Colorado into that equation as well because remember, Bill, Colorado were a 24-point favorite against Colorado State. You know, it took a few overtime opportunities for them to win that ball game. So being able to win the ugly games sometimes is more important than being able to win with style points. All right, BMAC, let's, let's turn to some NFL. We've got, right now, there could be more after Monday Night Football tonight, but we have eight 0-2 teams in the Patriots, Bengals, Texans, Chargers, Broncos, Vikings, ugh, my Bears, and the Cardinals. History tells us two, maybe three of these teams can make the playoffs. It's about one out of three teams that go 0-2 get to that mark. I, I don't want to speak for you. I would assume the Bengals are on that list, but if they're not, correct me. Are there two or three teams that you think can still make a playoff push of those teams I gave you that have started the the season winless in the NFL? Minnesota. I think Minnesota can make a playoff push still. Dude, I'm such a Kirk Cousins doubter. Do you want to correct me on this? Like, I just – he feels like such empty calories to me. Wow. Listen, Minnesota is 0-2 because of Minnesota. I know, but it's very on-brand. Untimely turnovers, blown opportunities on the defensive side. That's why they're 0-2. But if you factor in and look at what they've done, even throw facing so much adversity with turnovers, they've all they've been in every ball game. Like they 
could have easily won that ball game last Thursday night, but so many unforced errors, right? In the first game against Tampa, I mean, that was a game they had in their hand as well. So I think when you factor in their division, number one, Chicago That's is fair. going all the way in the wrong direction. Oh, my God, I know. Yeah. Detroit, if it wasn't for Kendarius Tony, it's safe to say Detroit probably would be 0-2. And Green Bay, what we saw last week, I mean, this past Sunday against Atlanta, they're not there just yet. You know what I mean? So that division is so wide open for Minnesota, even though they're 0-2. And clearly Minnesota has – they have the, you can say whatever you want to say about Kirk Cousins. He's been playing lights out. And I know firsthand because I have him on fantasy team. And, man. He, he always plays well in fantasy, better. though. I mean, to be fair, he's a fantasy machine. But but in reality, he's been playing good football. They they beat him up Thursday night, Bill. His offensive line could not protect at all, and he still stood in the pocket and delivered. Kirk Cousins is a, is, a, is a football player. He's just not the ideal car you go get in the garage. He's like a grand marquee. You don't really want to drive it, but you know it's durable. It's not <laughs> fashionable. It's like I don't want to get in the grand marquee to get dropped off the school. Mom. No, let's go get in the Range Rover. Let's go get uh, in the Escalade. No, we're going to ride in the grand marquee. You don't really want to ride in it, but it's going to get you where you need to go. And in that division, Kirk Cousins can do that. <laughs> so good. Bob Brian McFadden here on the show. Uh, what do you make of, of two AFC West teams, the Chargers and the Broncos, that have had opportunities to win some football games but are both 0-2? Do, do either of those teams have a fighting chance, do you think, to, to be in the mix at least at the end no. of the year? No, I don't trust either team. I don't trust either team. Look, Brandon Staley. Oh, he's on borrowed time. He's on borrowed time. Justin Herbert is too good of a quarterback to always lose close ball games. Why? And I understand people saying, well, he don't have a defense. He doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. But when you're an overly talented guy, when people consider you to be one of the more talented guys in the league right now, it's your job to find a way to win. It's your job to find a way to win. Don't. Talented, great quarterbacks do that. And we're trying to fort with the idea of having him in that conversation. And he is deserving of being in that conversation because of the skill set, because of the attributes. But he keep losing close ball games to teams, to quarterbacks that he is better than. So I don't trust them at all. Me personally, I don't trust the Chargers. The difference between this Charger team and teams that we've seen from Brandon Staley in years past, we've been able to use the injury excuse to why they're losing games that they're not supposed to lose. Because they used to get guys injured. Guys would be injured coming out of training camp. So they started the season missing two or three quality starters. They're fairly healthy last time I checked, and it's the same storyline for the Chargers. And then with the Broncos, no. Sorry. What I saw yesterday from Denver – they still got a legit chance because of the division outside Kansas City, who knows what could happen. That's a bad division. But it's something not clicking with the entire team. Defensively, they're bad. And last year they were a pretty good defensive team. But it's t- the total opposite. And Russell played pretty good football, but it's something just not clicking. I don't know what it is. So I don't trust either team. Uh, BMAC, we got two, not one, but two Monday Night Football games tonight. Your Steelers play the Browns. They're 0-1. I don't even... I'm not even sure how to assess Cleveland yet. What kind of a of a chance do you give, not just the Steelers tonight, but to win tonight and to make a season of it for, for Mike Tomlin and company? Man, listen, it all starts and stops with the quarterback and Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada. At some point in time, we got to see Kenny Pickett look like Kenny Pickett that warranted him being 
drafted in the first round at Pittsburgh. One of the more discouraging things that I watched yesterday and watching NFL games on Sunday was watching Matthew Stafford have a lot of success against the San Francisco 49ers with wide receivers that we would not draft to have on our fantasy team. That same defense looked like the best defensive team of all time against the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one on the road. How? At some point in time, we got to start putting the red dot, as Coach used to do in the meeting room, on the offensive play call at Matt Canada. Because how was it possible for Matthew Stafford to throw to guys who we don't even know have success but our guy and Kenny Pinkett playing, throwing against pretty good wide receivers, pass catchers, couldn't do anything, anything relevant in four quarters against San Francisco. I believe Kenny Pinkett has the athleticism. I believe he has a skill set. I think he's a quality quarterback. But for some reason, he's not being, he hasn't been able to turn it loose. So it's up to the offensive play caller to find out what this guy does well and let's attack it and be creative in attacking these defenses. So hopefully we can see a revitalized type offense from Kenny Pickett and that can jumpstart everything else on the entire team. But they're playing against a defensive line group led by Miles Garrett that can get after you. And they do so in creative ways. B-Mac, what do you think Deshaun Watson is going to be this year, just in terms of his level? Man, well, we didn't really see a a lot in week one, and the weather had a lot to do with that. But one thing I like from Deshaun, he started running the football. I think he's at his best when he's a plus one in the running game. Um, Is he the Deshaun Watson that we saw in Houston throwing 30-plus touchdowns and almost 5,000 yards? I, I still think he has that in him. But this offense is a little different, right? Remember in Houston, it was more run the offense through Deshaun and then run it when you have to. And Cleveland is run the offense through Nick Chubb, which I'm okay with, right? But when you're doing that, he's not really getting the volume that he once was receiving in Houston. And because of that, we might not see the outstanding heroic-like numbers and play from Deshaun because you got to run that offense through Nick Chubb. I love it. Bryant McFadden here on the show. BMAC, as always, dude, love having you on. This is great stuff. Check out All Things Covered. It is the podcast he does with Patrick Peterson. It is really, really good. Watch him across CBS Sports, including CBS Sports HQ. Follow him on Twitter, BMAC underscore sports talk. BMAC, I look forward to someday having you on and the Bears not being a national embarrassment, buddy. (laughs) Day is not now. Uh, Thank you, pal. Thanks for making time. This year. And look. Now you're laying on your face. <laughs> yeah, we are. And even Justin, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to, because it hurts me. Thank you for being on, my friend. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t